Hello, and welcome to the first History Bite episode ever. These mini-sodes are designed to be shorter and take me less time to write, research, and produce so I can give you guys something to listen to while I'm chipping away at the next big episode. This particular History Bite is about a swearing parrot that also happened to be one hell of an American. Well, I talk a little bit about some sad stuff first, but a cursing parrot awaits you at the end. I'm your host, Kristen Robine Terpstra, and this is the History Cache. Let's have a look inside. Andrew Jackson, the son of two impoverished Irish immigrants born in 1767, the guy on the $20 bill, 7th President of the United States, was and still is a very controversial character. Some people love him and extol him as a war hero, having worked his way up the ranks in the War of 1812. He was said to be a strict and bold military leader, earning him the nickname Old Hickory. People also admire him for being a self-made man, having been born into abject poverty and eventually building up his own fortune. What his admirers don't tend to mention is that he built his wealth through the labor of slaves, 161 of them. He used them to grow cotton and bought and sold human beings back when buying and selling human beings was a way to make a fortune. He was a strong supporter of slavery, opposing policies that would have outlawed it in Western territories as the US expanded. And he was said to be particularly harsh on the slaves he owned. In 1804, he publicized a newspaper ad where he offered an extra $10 for every 100 lashes whipped along the back of a man named Tom, a 30-year-old runaway slave who didn't want to be a slave anymore. $10 in 1804 would be approximately $217.07 today. Back then, an acre of federal land costed $1.25, which actually ended up being too expensive, so the cost of acreage went down, and more than 2 million acres of Ozarks land sold for an average of 12.5 cents per acre. And 10 bucks could even buy you a whole cow, so as you can imagine, $10 was a lot of money back in 1804. And 100 extra lashes to your back was a lot of pain. At $10 per 100 extra lashes, it was probably a death sentence for Tom. As president, Jackson was also particularly harsh on Native American policies. His Indian Removal Act of 1830 granted him the authority to evict natives from their land, handing it over to white settlers. Through this act, over the years, an estimated 100,000 natives were forcibly removed from their ancestral lands, with somewhere around 15,000 dying before ever reaching a place they could call home again. According to the Encyclopedia Britannica, in 1832, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in the case of Worcester v. Georgia that states did not have the right to impose regulations on Native American lands, but Jackson refused to enforce this ruling. 
This led to the Trail of Tears, which forced the westward migration of an estimated 15,000 Cherokee natives, 4,000 of whom would starve to death or die of exposure or illness along the way. He called them his, quote, red children, and saw them as collateral damage for the progress of American expansion. Ugh, even saying that sentence out loud makes me cringe. The descendants of these same natives are still struggling with poverty today and pervasive intergenerational trauma. So obviously, Andrew Jackson has quite a few detractors. He was popular in his day and had many supporters, although he had opponents, too. He survived an assassination attempt, almost beating the perpetrator to death with his walking stick. He was often involved in duels, too, and was shot three times this way. These bullets actually stayed lodged in his body throughout his lifetime. For years, this was believed to have contributed to his death, as the lead from these bullets was thought to have finally finished their original intentions, causing him to die of lead poisoning in 1845. But later hair analysis of Jackson has showed that although lead and some mercury did cause him to suffer from excessive salivation, rapid tooth loss, colic, diarrhea, pallor, hand tremors, irritability, paranoia, violent mood swings, and chronic kidney failure, it was actually tuberculosis that finally cut down Old Hickory. Or pneumonia. The sources differ, but generally all agree it was something we'd have no problem treating today with some isoniazid, a Sprite, and some chicken noodle soup. He was 78 years old at the time of his death, and over 3,000 people showed up to attend his funeral. But one of the guests at his funeral would ruin it. And it wasn't a disgruntled detractor or an opposing politician. It was a parrot, an African gray named Pole. Jackson gave Pole as a gift to his wife, but after her death, he became its primary caretaker. African greys can live a long time, an average of about 60 years, but can live to be up to 80 years old. So Pole wasn't the first parrot to see multiple owners die before he did. And if you're considering getting a parrot, just know that it's definitely going to outlive you. So it's a lifelong responsibility. They can live a long time, and a lot of parrots have multiple owners throughout their lifetimes for this reason. So if you get one, there'll probably be a parrot at your funeral too. Parrots are smart, too, as smart as human toddlers, and can ask questions, answer them, and quantify over 80 different objects on average. And as you probably already know, they're very good at imitating the things we say. And Andrew Jackson was a bit of a potty mouth, so much so he'd apparently put any sailor to shame. Parrots tend to repeat the same things they hear their owners say, and that's exactly what Pole did. At Andrew Jackson's funeral. The best quote I could find comes from the Reverend William Menefrey Normant, who presided over the service. He said, and I'm going to say this in exactly the voice that I think he sounded like, he said in 1845, quote, Before the sermon and while the crowd was gathering, a wicked parrot that was a household pet got excited and commenced swearing so loud and long as to disturb the people and had to be carried from the house. 
He went on to say the first parrot was, Excited by the multitude and let loose perfect gusts of cuss words. People were horrified and awed at the bird's lack of reverence. Unquote. I like to picture a 19th century gentleman in full funeral formal garb, bristling with righteous indignation as he briskly walked this parrot from the church who probably swore the entire way out. Unfortunately, the exact cuss words are lost to history, as the funeral goers probably considered them too crass to write down for the sake of future generations. And we don't know what happened to Pole after the funeral, but I hope he got to live out his life eating all the gourmet bird food due the first presidential parrot. My dear first parrot Pole, wherever you are, I salute you. So, a swearing parrot ruined Andrew Jackson's funeral. And that's a thing you know now. That does it for our first History Bite mini-sode. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for episodes on stuff you want to hear, you can reach me at historycashpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show and keep me fed and full of caffeine, I will be eternally grateful. You can do that at patreon.com slash historycashpodcast. And if you can't become a patron, you can still make a huge difference just by following and leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps other people find the show, and more people need to know about Poll. But above all, thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure reaching back through time to pull out this weird bit of history for you. Please join me again in the next episode when I'll be bringing you another piece of real history better than fiction. I'm your host, Kristen Robine Terpstra, and until we meet again, my dear historians of space, time, and weird parrot trivia, go make some history. <laughs> <laughs>